Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. That kid is back on the escalator again. Leave it alone. What? Comics. What are you? I'm Batman. TV and movies. Wrestling. And Music. We are just A podcast about things you actually care about, hosted by a couple of guys who actually care about those things, too. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. Maybe a little too much. Yes. That's awesome. The talented one, Chris Machete. That no-talent ass clown became famous. And Brenton. You know, that guy from your other favorite podcast. I liked it. I was good at it. So grab onto the handrail and don't let go. This is the Kids on the Escalator podcast. Here's CM and BD. It's us on things. What's going on, man? Looks like we're live in all the places from what I can see on this new phone that I just got. The same thing at World. Good. Yeah, that's good. I'm down in the warehouse. Yeah. You got People like a, buy a stuff. Look, look at Skeletron, Spawn, Skeletron, Thor. Buy it. Yeah, you've been doing a thing over the summer. Yeah, I just, I just. So there's Lonnie. Can you not? Thanks, dude. I got an echo going in the other. We got that happened to me. Happened to me on my other show the other day. I was like, ah, it's an echo. It's like back when people used to phone in the radio shows and stuff, right? So yeah, uh, yeah. there's this uh, app called Whatnot. And it's basically like the shopping channels back in the day. Um, yeah. Super focused and specific towards pop culture. You're looking to buy comic books or toys or vintage jewelry, T-shirts, vinyl. This is where you go. You're not going to see like, like, you know, it's not for microwaves or cars or anything like that, right? It's, it's for the stuff that I have behind me here. Uh, yeah. I got a Spawn number one available. Look There's my that. Skeletron books, which are selling like friggin' crazy. Um, I even got a Masters of the Universe toy right there. So when people um, for when like 18 bucks that sell that that Masters of the Universe toy, I'm selling for 18 bucks. It goes for 36 dollars at Walmart before tax. So I've just got some cool deals. Now the things that I've explained when I do my show is that <laughs> I'm a published comic book artist, so. I've gained a lot of free comic books. I've bought a lot of comic books for 75 cents. Nice. Three times yeah. when I do, I like, and I work for two comic book stores, they give me free stuff. So, and sometimes it's multiple things. So I give great deals, man. And there's the indigo bag there. Where I always do a blind bag for $20. We start the bidding at, and it's always worth at least 50. We just did one. It went up to 25 bucks, which was a steal. Um, this, this, there's an action figure, a couple really good old X-Men comic books, a signed comic book from the artist. So we give away great stuff like that. You can buy my comic book on there for $6, which is $2 cheaper than when you buy it from my website. Yeah. Originally $8, you can get it for 6 here. So it's it's a uh, thing that we both do. My wife sells vintage jewelry, and she gives like deals that are ridiculous that I don't understand because it's like four pairs of sunglasses for 2 bucks, And the stickers on there say $16 each for the sunglasses. They're like, Copacabana or some kind of stuff. 
which is really cool. So that's my store. It's called Whatnot. 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 So it's, it's like a, and it's it, like a, it's almost, it's like an online an app. auction app, Twip. Like, yes. But yeah. It's cool. So instead of people, it's basically like, Twitch, it, like, instead of people donating on Twitch or something like that, they can just well, buy you're not shit. Don- from you're your buying Facebook. stuff, right? Yeah. And you yeah. bid against other people, but I get great. Yeah. There's great. And there's lots of other, others. it's just like the shopping channel is exactly what it's like. Cause I'm on there going, Hey, right. How's it going? Well, we're going to put yeah. this in. and there's a timer for things that you're buying. Dude, it's just like the shopping channel. And I go on there and I, a lot of the times I'll talk for the half hour and only sell one thing, but I'll go on and, it, but it's, it's like, I'll sell something for $25. So for half an hour, it's all right, cool. And plus I get to talk to all these rad people. Yeah. And there's other times though, like I, I sold a digital book for like uh, 70 bucks. And there's times where I've sold like four copies of my comic book or whatever, you know? So it's, it's pretty cool. We'll put that up because uh, on kidsontheescalator.com, everybody. Welcome back to the new season. First yeah, episode. Sorry, I was just pimping season. myself. No, but we're, what we're going to do is Chris is doing these whatnots before we go live now. Mm-hmm. So you can get two hours of machete by just hanging out and uh, and seeing his personal stash. Yeah. Which can mean many things, but we got his personal stash. And uh, and then he's, uh, he's selling stuff, which is awesome. So. Make sure you guys tune in. Uh, well, check out the details. We'll put some of it in the in the chats and a few things as we're going through and as we build the season up again. We got lots ahead, yeah. lots to get to. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw just one other thing I want to throw out before we stop talking about yeah. all me is if you're watching the show and you've seen me on the channel, the channel, say something about it on. Oh, sorry, yeah. sorry. Say something about it the next time I'm online. Okay. Yeah. So the next time I'm selling, if you mention, just type in kids on the escalator. Okay. The next time I'm selling, and I will give you something freaking cool. That's all you got to do. So if you're watching this show right now from the fan base from whatnot, and you meant just type in kids on the escalator, you will get something free and it'll be cool. Uh, I like that deal. Free I stuff. Do. Free stuff just for tuning in. I like to see we're already in the show is already making leaps and bounds improvement over last season. We're giving away. There's two platforms now, two other platforms to see Chris Machete do his thing. Sell a bunch of cool shit like you see in the background. I see a Thor comic, which we're going to get through. Uh, we got a whole bunch of things. But first and foremost, how was the summer, man? Oh, the summer was great. It was really, really good. Yeah. Um, you know, coming out of COVID was a bit of a... <clears throat> a bit of a kick in the ass kind of thing. It's weird, but you know, so I, we all know as, as my big speech when I do my selling is that I hit my 50 and now it's kind of like, all right, I got to whittle my collection down. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the thing that I've noticed over the summertime is that being a pretty humble guy, right? Like, you know me, I had, I had the apartment, you know, I had the whole house that was falling apart, you know, and I'm getting older now and, and, I'm really slowing down. I'm really starting to appreciate things. You know, like, like I, I, I'm a delight to hang out with, I think. I believe that's and the case. I find that the older I get, say that about, about 30-year-old Chris. He was not a delight to hang out with. 50-year-old Chris, I think, is. Now, here's the thing I'm noticing about, uh, say, like, uh, to a far extreme would be Gene Simmons. The older that guy gets, the, like, the, the douchier he is, the things he says that are just like, like, I find that I'm, I'm becoming more in tune with what's going on. I actually have suggestions where people aren't looking at me like I have three heads. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it's nice. And I'm very calm about how I approach subjects now. Whereas you see people who had a lot, 
grow, you know, whoa, Gene Simmons, millionaire, multimillionaire, not really in touch with what's going on, getting further and further away uh, from reality, getting grouchier, getting more, get off my lawn, rock and roll's dead. I had a whole record label to try and promote rock and roll, but I signed pop acts. Look it off my lawn. Rock and roll's dead. You know what I mean? Whereas I find the older I'm getting, I, I, I'm, I'm just so more laid back handing things. So over the summer, I really had a good time to slow down and take a look, which was nice. Because after COVID, I wasn't sure if I really wanted to jump to society and everything that's going on. You know what I mean? Like it's, uh, if you, it's a shitty world or it can be a really shitty world. And see these people that you loved as a child, instead of growing up to being people who are like, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do rock and roll. I'm gonna plant seeds for rock and roll. I'm gonna be a genuine and and, and encourage the youth. No, I'm gonna be old shit who has millions of dollars and tells people to get off my yard. Right? Like, it's funny how people can turn out different ways. And and I've my my summer is, is I'm a, I'm a fucking delight. <laughs> well, that's been that way forever. Even in your thirties, man, it was all good. It was all good. I got no, the, the, I've had four decades. Think. I've had four decades of machete here. So I, I watched some Bill Burr talking about going to parties and driving home after and going, hmm, yeah, probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> you know how many times I've done that? Uh, wow. Like, do you know how many times I've gotten home from? tours parties shows yeah. and been i said that Ooh. and it wasn't even anything offensive it was just wrong time to say that i'm not even going to give you an example because i don't want to i don't want to <laughs> it's on the me. new machete i mean come on we didn't have youtube <laughs> back there and social media to bust us for everything we were saying but i said some stupid yeah. shit but nowadays i'm noticing especially after i've noticed that i, I I'm, I'm actually saying some smart stuff looking into things a little more Whereas I've noticed other people getting old and uh, to a lower extent, some people my age and just kind of shutting it down. You know, like, like this is it. This is my life. This is the way. It yeah, is. I don't I never understood. I, I, I get it. I, I, Burt Reynolds had a great quote one time, which, which was uh, yeah, um, I've been miserable and broke and miserable and rich. And I prefer miserable, miserable and rich because some guys just can't get off it. They're just like, well, if I'm going to be a crotchety old shit, I might as well be rich while doing it, which doesn't really add anything to the equation. Well, it's but it's a choice. Just, whatever. Um, be a crotchety old shit, yeah. right? It's, it's a choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's something. Especially to complain about it. My point is getting older, being crotchety and being that guy that sits at home and yells at the team. And then you got the guy that actually could change things and make things that he's talking about better and they don't do it. Even in their small world. Ah, I hate the kids on this street. Well, you know, maybe donate something for a park or something. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, there's a better, it's just funny how you can look at things that way. And I find that the more I'm looking around me and, uh, and it's, it's funny observing people getting old. Yeah. I hear you, man. I hear you. I, uh, I'm just uh, I'm just getting tired now. I mean, I've been tired all well, year. Now, so like you were on the road for how long? Yeah, it's been a while, and I'm still I still got another one to but go. But literally, like you were weeks. on the road for what, like six, from months, I, four months? 
Well, I mean, I've, I've been out since February the 1st, uh, end right. of January, but I've been kind of like out and then home for two weeks, out and home for two weeks. Normally I would have no complaints. Trust me. I've, this is, I worked my whole life for this, but what I'm saying is, is like those breaks are normally as you, you know, out for maybe two months, home for two months, out for a month and a half, home for two months. So it was like, it's just gone. It's just really, really like, uh, it's just a lot. It's a lot. And to your point about like seeing people from around the world, like, you know, the world's having a party right now. That's all I'm going to say. Everyone's out doing stuff. I was, I just uh, did we, nine days in Las Vegas. We have the biggest Vegas. party school in the world, apparently. Here, I know. Ontario here in Kingston, right? I haven't even noticed. I just it, did honestly. nine days in Las Vegas, man. And I, there wasn't one single moment of any of those nine days that it wasn't anarchy. And I understand that it's Vegas. But you got, you have sure. to break down the anarchy because, see, when I think of Vegas, I just think, okay, we're in Vegas. Here's anarchy. Go there. So to me, anarchy is just like, what's going on? What are you mean? What do yeah. you mean anarchy? This must be like, like, well, it's like, gone to another, le- it's gone to one other level there. As far as what I've seen, I've been to Vegas a lot. It's gone to one whole other level. When I was there in, like what are people are people it's, like humping each other or are they like smacking each other in no, the head it's just it's uh, racism okay no uh, let me how do i explain it i don't know um, you have to now because now yeah, I'm really i know interested. <laughs> so when i was there in february it was still calm it was still like people kind of slowly walking out of their house slowly right. kind of doing whatever. Right. And mm. then the world just kind of at some point said, that's it. We're done with the pandemic and we're moving on. And then everything kind of, I mean, our country up until like, as of Monday, finally cuts us up to the rest of the world and says, all right, that's it. No more arrive can no more, all this stuff. But we are the only ones that have kind of taken the time. Fine. Totally support it. I'm just saying, but Vegas in February was like a walk. Vegas now is a full sprint all the time. And even when I've been to Vegas in the past, I've had moments of like, cool, it's a Tuesday. It's a little bit more chilled, hang out, uh, you know, go into, uh, go for a hike or whatever. Even the casinos are a little bit more relaxed. Nope, it is whew, full on. All the shows that I've done, it's just like, you like the amphitheater is like, everyone is out. Every show is selling out. So I'm just saying like, it's everyone's having like this sort of post-COVID we're out, we're going, we're spending all the money. Will 23 be like that? I'm not sure. People might kind of take a step back and go, I mean, there's definitely more shows that are going to happen, but people might decide to kind of like watch their money a little bit more. I'm not sure. But I swear, I, I mean, I've been around like a million people this year. That's no lie, that number. <laughs> One million people at least. And like... I've, I've never seen the world like this right now. Everyone's just like well, it's, running it's like and sprinting from their you, house. Sprinting from their house. You swear off of McDonald's and then you go there at the bar and you're like, I want like two chicken sandwiches. I want a Whopper. Yeah. This is McDonald's, sir. I want Whoppers. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's Remember something. Remember the after bar switches to the, the – So yeah. then you're just going to – everybody's just going nuts, right? But I see it too because in here in Kingston is really good. Um, and they're all coming here. I see the uh, of live music. Mm-hmm. Sloan's come is coming through here. Gob was just through here. Um, uh, Ringo Starr's All Star Band is coming through here. Brian Adam here. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's on, man. It's on. It's on. And it feels it feels 
quite something. So I, yes, I have been out since February, but this is like nothing I've ever experienced before touring wise. Um, again, no complaints. The point I'm trying to make is I've just, it's, it's full on. Like the shows so are like, that you're concerned that there's going to be another big, uh, another big, uh, break. No, no, that part's over. Everyone's gotten so, it. I mean, now. What do you my, my thing, I think people are going to run out of money. Concerned that everybody's out. I'm concerned. Uh, it's it's not. It's 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 just still like, waiting for the, the the hook here. Okay, so before COVID, in the world outside of the Trump thing in America, and the world was a bit like off its axes a little bit, but it was calm. I felt like things were a little bit calm. Now, uh, and without getting too political, we've got like. A world, it's like it's like everyone feels like there's a world war impending doom on the way. So oh, they're so you're feeling doing everything. So you're feeling like, a political stress. Like I'm just feeling, I'm feeling like this this positive and negative energy both colliding at the same time. And this is because and of politics. Everywhere I go, I, I think it's politics, but there's like, you're in a concert, there's music. Everyone's there politically, whether they're, uh, you know, especially with the band I was just with, you're either with like, Republicans and Democrats and whatever, you've got these things and people are coming together for that one moment of music and their love and life. And then I go to the mall and it's like, ah! and then I go to the, 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 I go to Vegas and there's somebody screaming in the pool, like, you know, ah! and it's just like, it's just, everyone is just building and building and building. Well, it's an election uh, and coming I, around there. It's, it's I just feel it, man. So I just funny feel how the world. Yeah. Here, like, it, we're, my life is – and this is the funny thing is that we are – because I posted a picture of you and I uh, way back in the day. We were sponsored by Jagermeister behind oh, us yeah. and it was like lifestyle, that. right? Like, oh, yeah. And it's so funny how we are like the same coin but the, the two opposite sides. We both loved touring, playing rock and roll. We started. We loved everything about music. Like we stepped – but you and I used to talk for hours like on rides home and shit, right, about music in general way. Yeah. And now I – if I even my daughter's like, hey man, free passes to go see uh, uh, the Gaslight Anthem here in Toronto, and I'm just and, and the anxiety that's going through my head is redonkulous, man. Like I would love to go to that, and especially to have my daughter like take me there. Yeah. The anxiety of me driving to Toronto for one thing blows my mind. The anxiety of going to a show and being around all those people standing there blows my mind. The anxiety of not being able to hear and talk and relay my emotions and my feelings to anyone blows my mind so i can't do it and then there's but here i'm doing everything online like i'm selling my comic book you know Mm -hmm. i'm selling toys i'm doing it's not like i'm not doing anything i found my way here well you're the other side of the coin and teaching guitar lessons sorry the other side of the coin is you and you're like in everybody's face in everybody's country you're around the world your poster of like my post, like, Woo, look at me in my basement. Look, look at me in my office. Look at me in my car where you're like, I'm in Italy. I, I'm in New Jersey. <laughs> and it's so funny, right? right? So we started off just exactly the same tour, tour, yeah. tour. Although yeah. I partied way more than you did, yeah. but same mindset. Right. And mm-hmm. now I, the thought of me going to see a show in Toronto is such anxiety that it's crippling where you would not only go to that show, you'd be a million miles away from your home and you would run that show. How crazy is the brain? It's weird how it works, but I, but I try, you know, I'm trying to teach the kids that, that sort of like go after, we all have like, you know, I'm doing it on my other show about, about making it and our definition of making it. And to me, 
you know, a definitely like, you know, I look at your definition of, of making it. And obviously we, again, those long car rides, it's like, man, wouldn't it be great to, you know, wow, we're going to tour some 41 around the world. The and we're going to do this. And we're going to do we that. Wanted, we picked our bands. Right. And I was yeah. like, if I could open for kiss. Yeah. I would, the original lineup, then I could just stop. And I think you were at Pantera. I think at yeah, that yeah. point in your life, I think it was Pantera. Yeah, likely. But we had Kiss and Pantera, and we were done. We were just like, you know what? We, we could. And you know what's that. really funny about that, dude? Is like our six degrees of those two bands is down to one. Mm. So before, where they seem like such a thing over here, now I've been to Vinny's house. Like this is just speaking frankly. I've been to Vinny's house. Mm-hmm. He put me in a shrine to his brother Daryl. Mm-hmm. My my six degrees went to one, and that's him through my buddy Frank Fitz, who played with Gene Simmons all the time. But is and Todd, who, who you know, they're all friends with Eric Singer. They all mm-hmm. like our six. They did a Kiss cruise every every year. We're down to one degree of those bands, and I went. Yeah. And the yet, opposite. And you well, I, I can't listen to heavy death metal anymore like Pantera. Right. And I fucking hate Gene Simmons. So there you go. We it's are just, two sides of the same. And it's so awesome that we're two sides yeah. of that same coin, right? Yeah. Like it's not it's like just, we disagree about what we do either. It's just it's so cool. It's like you're, Yeah, you're but like, it's more yeah. inspired, Chris. It's more it's more of a an inspiration thing for me because you know how hard I work to get this, and I know how hard you work to get it. Well, so I just think me, it's funny that I, I'm like to you, like, dude, I couldn't do what you're doing. I couldn't travel all that. And you're, you're like, I couldn't sit still in the house all that long, man. I, I don't know how you sleep till 11 o'clock, dude. I, I, <laughs> I, oh. I think that's, I think that's awesome. Like what a great dynamic. It is. It is. Of a show. It is. And it's, it's, it's funny how it's gotten there because when I look at that, the making side of it, I go, okay, well, if I look back on the history of us or look back on the history of what we've had to go through to get to the places that we've had to go to, right. um, it's like, of course you're 50 and making money and, and bought a house through teaching music and drawing comics. Because when I met, because when I met you that first band practice at the house, it was like you were doing guitar and drawing comics. Right. Right. But it wasn't necessarily paying then. It no, just no, was no. something just, you were working towards doing. And here, you know, and this is the the story I love of all stories. And Andy Wilson, if you're watching, hi, because Andy loves you in this story. But I mean, you you sell this rickety house that you're talking about. You sell the things that we've all been there. Everyone had to have a, a house, but you sell this house mm-hmm. and you buy a bigger house on a bigger piece of property in Kingston. Well, it's with, smaller. With well, but let's just nicer. It's nice, it's brand nicer new. Room. Yeah, but the, so the thing is, it's like with comic book and music money, mm-hmm. and to everyone yes. else would be like, you can't do that. No. For the same people no. that are like, you can't, you know, you can't do what you, what, what I'm doing. But both what of did? us have pr- have proven them wrong. I, mean, right. I was at my buddy, my old roommate, you know, Derek. I was at his wedding in, in the other day in Vegas. That's I stayed in Vegas for his wedding, and he was like. I can't believe you and Chris. I just can't believe it. And not in a bad way. He's like, these are the two guys that like, you know, like who would have ever thought that you could, you could make a career doing what we're doing. And that, and I was like, exactly. But he was, I said, you were there for the ride. You were there for the missed rent payments and the missed phone bills. Right. But here we are. We're in a stadium. We're in a stadium in Toronto. Okay. Right. All of what we just talked about here. Doing what we want to do. Free birds, right? Speaking guitar, yeah. Generation X. Yes. This little student I'm teaching, he's 10 years old, 
and I'm watching the life and the fun get sucked out of him. I'm, I'm physical about it. I'm watching it. So I have this so going into grade. He's in grade nine. I import Perry. I teach him online. Guy that's like seven years old who goes to public school here in Kingston. Face to face with the little dude, little bit older guy in Port Perry online. Yeah. So I get the little dude come in and he's just, he's, you know, he's having issues because he's he's got parents who are teaching him that life is fun and you can do whatever you want. Whatever you want, yeah. little dude, you can do it. And I'm telling him the same thing too. You draw comics, man. You draw comics. Yeah. He goes to school and all of a sudden, now nah, you got to do math. And he, he doesn't understand this. Okay, so he goes through it. And I'd rather play with. He doesn't understand, dude. This is watching this. He's telling me. He's. I don't. Why can't I play with my friend? Like everybody tells me, life is fun. Why is the teacher telling me I can't play with my friend? I don't want to do math. And, and if I have to do math, why can't I do it with my friends? Well, the, so we go. The teacher. Sorry. So I'm pausing because just this is. I wish I could have the kid tell the story. Right, but he's obviously too young. He has to have his parents and he has to have the teacher and tell him not everything in life is fun. School is not fun. So he comes to me the next week and I'm like, hi, you know, how's it going? going dude, I don't, I never ask how ask that. If you're a yeah. parent and you're asking your right. kid how school was, sorry, you're, <laughs> I'm, I'm calling it. Hey, how was school? Fine. Good. School is school. Dude, don't do that. You're losing, right? So the kid comes in and, you know, they, they, had, they had to have like a, what do you call that? Was when you have an intervention with the intervention. Poor little kid. Yeah. Comes in, he's like, yeah, well, it's not meant to be fun. And I was like, so what are you going to do, man? You know me, right? What are you going to do? I hate school. Boom. There it is. Now, I teach a grade nine kid and he says to me, so I'm in high school. Uh, five minutes to get here on the bus and I'm sitting here and I do 20 hour, half hour and a half class. I do 20 minutes work. The rest of it, I'm just, just sitting there. And this is a smart mm-hmm. kid. You know, his parents this is a smart kid from Caesarea, little tiny, 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 butt fuck town. This kid, I get taught for 20 minutes. I sit for the rest of the hour and a half. T says, I'm like, how about cooking? He's like, Yes. I'm like, how about like, that's what my dad does. Yes. How about how more riffs on your guitar? Yes. He's just like, feed me, feed me. And he says to me, you know, what they do, Chris, is they just put you in a line and you don't get to look around. Eyes ahead, straight ahead. Grade seven. No, don't look over there. Don't look over there. Grade eight. No, 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 no. Keep moving. This is a kid in grade nine telling me this and, and, and a kid that's seven or eight telling me the other story. So my mind is just being blown with real fat. This is not me, you know, whoa, Donald Trump said this and blah, blah, blah says the kids should do this. This is me sitting here and soaking in this and what is going on with the world. And I'm sitting there going, there's your problem. Again, I'm just a dude. I'm a Gen Xer. How come I'm the one that sees that school should be Split for scientists and uh, tradesmen, artistic people. It's ten. It's like there should be three people running the, the friggin' country, man. So, your 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 medical people, 
You get your tradesmen. You get your art. When they hit grade seven, you do this. Let the kids choose what they're doing. And the kids. It's weird because it's kind of. It, and now I'm going to tag off. And now I'm not done. Yeah. Going to tag off. You have kids who are in this. Yeah. Go. Copy. All right. So I would have benefited greatly uh, from that system of like being able to kind of choose my way. Now, mm-hmm. here's the thing. Uh, my little guy's in grade seven. I went to his parent teacher thing today. Mm-hmm. She was great. She's got this like, you know, really cool open kind of concept. And she's like, is there anything you want me to work on with him? And I'm like, you, you're the teacher. You do. You. I said, um, the common thread that he gets, which is very similar. He takes for me, the common thread that he gets is that, you know, he can get a little chatty, a little distracting in class. Cause he's probably talking star Wars or something instead of actually learning. He's trying stuff. to have fun. No, so he's trying to have fun. Sorry, dude. He's, he's sure. I, I'm with you. Cause I, I, I hated it too. So, but here's where it changed. No, I'm just me. saying he, he's just, trying yeah, to he's trying, he's totally. And so she said, she countered and said to me, well, I actually run a pretty loose class. And so as long as he's getting the work done, I kind of don't care what they do in not so many words. She was like, she's got to keep an eye on it because not everyone, we all don't learn the same. I had a hard time learning, which I didn't, I didn't discover until what it was happening in the moment. Obviously I knew, but when you get frustrated because you don't understand science and you're 13 and you're like, I'm whatever, you don't understand math. You don't understand this. And I had all these kind of teachers and teacher conferences and whatever until my grade eight teacher and my grade eight teacher changed my life. And, and what's your grade eight teacher's me, name? This is a kudos. Tom, you probably you should probably, yeah, it's Tom Thompson. And, and, I'll t- and I'll tell you a story. I struggled. I was like a E minus student in grade seven. Uh, my grade seven teacher uh, had no interest in the, there was no, like the, part of it was my effort ability to, to want to learn. <laughs> and the other part of it was him like, re- realizing that I was struggling and going, I got to try to help you, man. I got to try to figure out how I can help you. But he didn't do that. Well, my grade eight teacher did because the only classes I did well in were his because we were split in grade eight. He put, made sure that I was in his class nice. and, and that he was my homeroom guy. And he, he, you know, and he's the first teacher and I had some great ones, but he's the first teacher. When I was picking my classes for grade nine, the first thing he said to me, major league fan too, by the way, uh, the first thing yeah. he said to me was like, I need you to start thinking about grade nine. And at that point, that seemed like a pipe dream to me because out here, my daughter's already in high school. It's grade eight, grade nine. It's already, it's already high school, but in Ontario, it's kindergarten to grade eight. He was the first teacher that said to me, you need to start thinking about high school. I'm like, really? He goes, you're going to make it. And he told me that about March, April, which took that pressure off of like, if I fail every test, I'm going to stay behind. And if I would have failed any of those classes, dude, we wouldn't have met. My life would have been, it would have been, all of it would have been over. Mm-hmm. Unlike, you know, ironically, unlike our bass player, Dan, who struggled and was left behind a bit, we actually connected because of that. So it's a weird thing that kind of happened there. But anyways, I wouldn't have made it through. I would have had a really hard time. He was the one that said, no, no, this kid's got an issue. I got to figure out how to fix him. And yeah. stayed with me after school every single day for three months straight. And I went from right. E minus to a B plus, B plus math student. Not because I, well, and I do math for a living, Chris, every day right now. I do, and ask your daughter. Right. It's like, I, I'm managing two no, million to $5 million budgets. I'm doing math every single day. The fundamentals. You don't have to do it anymore. You can do it on a. 
I'm just doing this. I'm just doing the. But the the thing was is that he took the moment to do that. And if he was uh, with me my whole school career and was kind of guiding me, he was the first guy that told me, I think you can do advanced English. I'm like, what? Hey. I don't want to do Shakespeare. He's like, okay, I just think you can do it. Yeah. He's the first one of eight years of school at that point. So part of it is mm-hmm. curriculum, like you're saying. I think that if you recognize that a kid is not going to be launching spaceships or going to be a lawyer or a doctor, you got to tap into their strengths and guide their program. Well, there should be an option. And they're going to, there should even, even, they're going to excel. Don't even have to guide them. Just an option, right, buddy? Because sure. there's no option right now. But We've going got back a, to Tom, I, I, I'm going to go out yeah. on a limb and say that his parents raised him right. His name Thompson. You can't tell me yeah. his parents weren't a, a, a root at parties, right? Woo! Right. Party to Thompson tonight. Oh, awesome, man. I'm going to bring that. go. <laughs> <laughs> I, we have a, we have an artsy class. We have an artsy school out here. That's really rad. And I, I'm, I'm thinking that's where my daughter's leaning, but it's one of those things where it's like the waiting list is huge, but you know, she made a big, I know that this is kind of off topic for our show, but the hell, but this is what we do as well. Um, you guys are getting a glimpse into some of our car rides right now. Um, the thing is, is that, uh, she was in French immersion for three years. Right. And we were like, I think she's doing it as a social experiment because all of her friends are there. Classic mm-hmm. high school goes into high school struggles in high school because everyone starts splitting off. And then she's like, huh, doesn't really have a great, she has an okay year, but not a great year last year. And we're like, is French the thing comes to us and says, all right, actually I want out and I want to go back to English. And cause I'm, you know, and she'll be, she's going to be ahead of all the kids in French because she's taken it for three years, but she recognized that it wasn't working and she moved it to something else that will better guide her towards. And now she's gearing some of her stuff towards art, you, you know, cause she is very artsy and that's cool. And the curriculums are very stuck. Like you say, like, and from yeah. Perry, like where it's, we were, it's, it's like, just- you're a, you're a plumber, you're a, you're a doctor, you're a lawyer. Not even that, you right? Build, because that's just, you're going to learn what you're told to learn, whether it yeah. helps you or whatever the fuck you're going to do. We just want to get you in and get out. Dude, the last thing my guidance counselor told me when I went to write my equivalency exam to get my diploma so I could go to and learn a real trade mm-hmm. drawing was that mm-hmm. if I had a daughter, I'd never let her sit, never let her sit beside you. And if you ever think you're going to get playing guitar, you're crazy. And that's what Miss McKillop told me. God slash female gym coach. Well, she was Ms. guiding McKillop. my life. Well, Miss McKillop, take a drive to yeah. Kingston. Anyway, so let's get out. off of the personal. Um, Anyways. One thing I want, I, want, yes. I want to throw in here before we start. Now I go to the res, right? And I love to go to the res. Absolutely. And I get my medicinal marijuana. This place right here, my friends. Simple. Mohawk Cannabis Store. Where are they located? In Kingston? No, this is in Tidenaga. All you got to do is take the Tidenaga turn off. There's all kinds of signs. It's the second story you'll see on your right. Tidenaga. Um, fantastic. Okay. So there is a medical strain. person like me, I have ADD, very high anxiety disorder. As I discussed earlier, I can't go to concerts anymore. This doesn't go as far as to make that good. But as far as normal day life, uh, there's something called a sour tangy there that I researched, and it is just, I, it, it's it's 
awesome, dude. Put like you for, in a good for place. For people who need health, which I'm going to discuss later when I do my uh, conspiracy theories, mental health is going to come in there. Um, I just feel so calm. I don't know. Viewers might even – I would bet if you went back to some of our old videos before I before the summer when I really got into this strain, you would notice the difference in my demeanor. I'm really calm. It's great. But the funny story is – I'm sorry. The funny story is is that when I went in there – um, I always chat with them because I'm a very chatty guy, as you know. I brought up that I'm on the Dean Blundell network, and they all turned around and was like, I love Dean Blundell. So a shout out to Dean. Um, Dean, you should go to this place. They get free stuff every time I go in. I can't imagine the free stuff you're going to get. But they were big supporters <laughs> of the Blundell show. They're all like, oh, fuck, we love Dean. Like, awesome. And then they were all typing our um, podcast into their phones when I mentioned we were on the Dean Blundell network. So just for me to Dean, man, um, Knuckles. Well, I got to do this one, the Aussie. Knuckles, man. <clears throat> from um, And maybe, Dean, if you're watching, maybe step in here. Or if you're just if you're into a really good deal and getting some cannabis that either for partying or just to help your normal day life, I even get a, a THC or sorry, I'm sorry, a CBD, no THC cream for my mother's knee. And mom, you're out there, use that cream. I keep telling her you can't use too much of it. See, my mom's still trying to understand the CBD THC thing. I'm telling you, get the teach the, the CBD. Brent Brent likes CBD. It's not the same. There you go. Come on, mom. Use it a lot on your knee. All right. It's great. So, I got it for sleep. I'm dreaming. It's great. Okay. So anyway, uh, Mohawk Cannabis Store, second one on your right when you go off the, the turnoff from the 401. Love They're their big Blundell supporters. Cheers, guys. Excellent. And I'll see you soon. <laughs> Check it out, friends. Uh, okay. Now, let's. We've got about 20 left before we got to get kicked off the thing. Oh, so do we really? Go. Should I just yeah. go to the conspiracy theory? Because, man. No, we're going to do the Thor. I want to do the Thor thing for a minute. But shout out. To our good friend, Adam. How are you oh, doing? Oh, Edge. Bart? Yeah, I got to uh, actually, he was behind uh, just so quickly. I was doing Skydome. He was doing Rogers uh, right. with uh, WWE. Yep. And uh, I had a chance to say hi to him and uh, his lovely wife and, and, our, and our, our buddy Mike. And uh, look at this. Hey, Mike. That's a custom Toronto Maple Leaf uh, Edge shirt. Uh, great guy. Wonderful human. And, uh, and uh, shout out, buddy. Thanks for the shirt. And thought I'd wear it today, considering we're going to talk a little bit of Leafs. Hey, watch right. me. Okay, well, Leafs first? No, we are going. We got to go. We got to go here. We got to go here. Okay. What, do you want me to just go for five minutes? Do you want to time me for five minutes and just have me go Not going to time me. We're just going to do it. This, my friends, let me just get the graphic up because I've got, here we go. Chris told me about Thor Love and Thunder, which we're going to do this. Uh, told me about this. And he's like, whatever you do. Uh, he's like, he was losing his mind. So anyways, this is the breakdown of Thor, Love and Thunder. How bad is it? Go. Timer? Okay. First off, every Guns N' Roses song I never wanted to hear again. Like I'm talking like when you start a movie and you hear like Sweet Child of Mine, it's like a drill going into my head. Okay, the riff is not that bad. Sidebar, I'd listen to Slash before I'd listen to Guns N' Roses, but... I'd listen to Age of Electric before I would listen to Slash. Sidebar, boom. Why would you use these songs? Why on earth have you had this whole Guns N' Roses library? Now, I had one person say, because it's cheesy. Now, here's the thing, Brent, and you can back me up on this. There's a difference between a shitty song and a cheesy song. Wake me up before you go-go is, is a cheesy song. Is it a shitty song? It's a hit. 
I, that was a bad example. But I, it's I, I'm a hit. Here. Okay. But it's cheesy. Yeah, sure. Is it cheesy or is it a shitty song? I don't know. I find that uh, uh, just the Guns N' Roses song were terrible songs. So I tripped. Well, they never I'm back up let's, again. Okay. Let me go. Let me go back up for one second. Oh, they, I'm trying to rant for five minutes straight. No, it's a, we can, we can go rant, rant for five minutes. Okay. Terrible. No, we all love, we all, we all love them. We all loved them. We've overheard them. And why are they in a Thor movie? That's it. <sighs> no, there's more. T- it's, it's like, cause okay. You got Understood. impactful moments, right? The whole crew's sure. coming in now in past Thor movies. You've heard. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah. I got some Zeppelin. Yeah. Just perfectly. We heard Paradise City. Stop it. And then to top it off, they put in November Rain. Okay, so the, the humor worked at the beginning when it was with Guardians of the Galaxy. Perfect. Perfect. All right, that's great. That, that worked Thor through. That was great. Because the Guardians have been laid out that way very nicely. Now, talking with TT, I believe is how you pronounce his name. He hit a home run with the Thor movie before this. This was such a friggin' miss that I cannot believe it. We had a love affair between two hammers. You're going to yeah. waste mar- Marvel time with a love affair between. <sighs> yeah. This is Marvel movie time. And they're, they're, they're spending it on a love affair between two hammers. Do, do I have to say any more on that? No. Jane Foster is back. I thought Jane Foster was done. What? Jane Foster back. Is, is, is everybody, where's Jane Foster? Bring her back. I thought Jane Foster has just decided this is not the life for me and I'm moving on as a scientist. How many Marvel characters could you have brought into this position instead of Jane Foster? Beta Ray Bill. The friggin' frog. Spider-Man! Foster. Question. You saw the tra- you saw the you saw the trailer. For what? We played the we you saw the trailer for Thor. Okay. We talked okay. about this a couple months ago that it was coming out. Right. She was in the trailer catching the hammer. This is debate, not debate time, but this is you didn't call it out then. So were you expecting something different from her versus what you saw in the movie? Because she was in the trailer I, I, and we showed no. the trailer and we were both excited about it, but she showed up and now you don't like it. So uh, just explain that. Cause I'm with you. Well, I'm no, just but saying I've said this before is that the- I'm not that guy. No, here's one thing I can't stand. I can't stand P trailer and say, Oh, fuck this. I'm out. That right. was with that. Bat- you can't do that. Yeah. And I've, I've mentioned that I've been because of a trailer mm-hmm. and we had that brilliant friend of yours who we need to have back on here who nailed Austin Matthews and nailed the new Batman movie too. Um, yeah. I don't know who Talking Buds. it was. The guys from Talking Buds, yep. But anyway, I, I don't judge trailers. Dude, you can't do that. I made the mistake when uh, uh, Heath Ledger was the Joker. And I'm Heath Ledger, man. Are you kidding? Ten things I about you that guy can't do it and he was mint he was brilliant sidebar why is jay leno popular yeah let's well, that's a whole other thing that's, a, that's, like, that's another show what is no, he no, 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 no. that's another ever show. done okay just okay I'm, pushing the sidebar away 
<laughs> pushing the sidebar away. Yeah, yeah, pushing. Okay. Thor Love and Thunder, man, come on. I, I don't understand. And the, the okay, you've got villain. Um, right here. Greatest villains. Ah, oh, Gore the God Butcher. Hey, man. On the, on the side there, yeah. And then you got the contradiction god who was just a joke. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's, how, a, how that's why I printed this. Take? Christian Bale was amazing. And off the beginning, he's shooting he his great. daughter. Sidebar, mm-hmm. do you know who his daughter, who uh, the actress is who played his daughter? Uh, I think I knew this. Trick uh, question. Just, she's not think, an actress. She's Chris Hemsworth's daughter. I was just about to say she's the daughter of the of Thor. So the there we question. Go. She's not really an actress. Anyway, the actor Christian Bale poured his soul into trying to be the Joker of the Marvel universe. Absolutely. You have to take the Joker. You can't have the Joker and um uh, uh against Harley Quinn. I don't think that would work. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Together they're great, but you need the Batman. You need the, the the Joker and the Batman are the opposite. Does nobody notice that the Joker and Batman are the total opposite? Like, come on. Brilliant. Brilliant. So you've taken this amazing villain who was supposed to start off the whole spot or the whole Venom stuff, and you've made, made him a joke. You've made Thor that when he comes to fight in the final scene, I'm expecting him. Yeah, it. Uh, keep going. I've got some thoughts, but no, I, I actually that's I, the final I, I did. Scene. I did think it's it's Thor, I did think against, that, it's Thor that, against Gore the God Butcher, and Thor turns around and farts on him. I well, you're not wrong. I think that I would have come. I think um, that Christian Bale was the best part of that movie. No, it was and brilliant. I, I feel bad for him. You know what? What I felt bad about watching that thing was at what point? At some point, they would have had to read the script. And I'm sure they're contractually obligated to do the movie. I think they but just trusted. What but Tiki at some there. point, they had to have read the script. He was on a roll. I, and I think they whole, just trusted with Tiki. I'm terrified. I am literally terrified as to what he's going to do with Star Wars because he gets free reign. He, you know, he asked Padme to be in it. So my thing is, is like, um, I think that they could. They okay. Two things. Why is Russell Crowe not a menacing Zeus. Why is he like a party? Like a like a, a joke. That's, he, but this a is joke what I'm saying. Zeus, so they got it. They made a joke out of Zeus, and he's going on. It wasn't until the the. It wasn't until the uh, what do you call it? The, um, the hidden final scene, scene the after credits, man, where he was like evil. Uh, the other side, um, this whole comes. thing. When I saw him like r- dressed like this, I was like, when I first saw it, I'm like, if I had seen this movie before you had saw this movie, I'd been like, Chris is going to lose his mind. Just you know, what I what I hate right now in all writing um, is this assumption that we all speak the way they do in the movies. Right, like they're not speaking like normal people. They're 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 adding this this these weird dialogue bits in there to make it feel like it's real, but it's not real at all, and it takes okay, so, away so, from the whole thing. So check. It does. I agree a hundred percent. We're running low on time. I got to hit this conspiracy theory. <laughs> now, here's the one thing I want to add. Is done with comedy and done beautiful. And this is what I'm finding. The Marvel is missing with the movies. 
and the TV stuff a bit. Go into She-Hulk thinking you're watching an 80s kind of sitcom slash action flay. When she turns into She-Hulk, don't be looking at the CGI. Look at you and tell you what's going on in the storyline. Brilliant. Dude, I'm getting the, the old, hello, my baby, hello, my darling, hook out of there. Terrified to see what you're going to do with Star Wars, my friend. Maybe take a break uh, and, and go relax for a bit. How bad is Love and Thunder? It is Dean out of five. One half Dean out of five. One half Dean I out of five. I think I'm with you. I think I'm with it. There was nothing. The only thing. Okay, I'm going to go up to a one because I'm going to give it to Christian Bale to get because I thought Christian Bale was great, and I thought yeah. you're talking about you're talking about uh, ruining that character. I thought that he did everything he could to try to save whatever shit was in front of him. And dude, I, this and I comic think the, is worth. Dude, this comic. Remember when I came up before? When I was like, yeah. these are worth a mint, dude. I cannot see box. Dude, this is a. Fifty dollar comic. It was. I can't suck because of that. Tiki, you just cost Chris forty bones. So, the comic expert on this is giving it a half out of five. I like Christian Bale what enough to give, him, to give him one. Is that but the whole take thing? A comic from fifty yeah. bucks to five dollars. Yeah. Tiki, you're out. I'm sorry, you knew this was going to be a rant. I reviewer, you're out. Little... Okay. <sighs> okay, we're gonna do conspiracy theory. I gotta kind of do. Okay, so check this out. Chris has got a plan here. What are you going to do here? Well, no, this isn't a plan. This is just me, as I mentioned. This is going off of me He's just got being a delightful idea. person. I'm, I'm researching things idea. before I make opinions yeah. on them. Can you imagine doing that, Brett? Amazing. Can you imagine actually I, uh, fucking spending an hour researching something before you go online? You, this guy, this guy's saying, good one, buddy. Good one. Okay. Top three conspiracy theories about... The most controversial book in the world, the Bible. Oh, wait, I got, okay. a, I got a graphic for this. Hold on. Why do people believe in the Bible? Why is the Bible written? What brought that on? Okay. There's so many. Uh, now, again, this is, this is not a 15, 10-minute conversation, but I'm going. Here we go. We're going to do a 10-minute timer on this. The first one was faith, okay? You just, you believed. You believed. Faith slash fear, maybe, Brent? Yeah, faith. But faith is not a bad thing. It really isn't. If if faith helps you get through the fucking day, man, then I cheers you on that. All right? I think that's great. Um, um, now, here's where it does. It will get confused. Um, if your faith is divinely focused on what the Bible says, that gets confusing. If you have faith in a higher uh, deity that is is all good that's great where is that deity i don't know i'm still looking for that one viracocha comes close um this is not my opinion this is my research on what i found so the, the bible is you find that people just have blind faith slash fear okay the second logical explanation about the bible now this one really spoke to me and i almost wonder if this is another conspiracy on top of itself where the people who are religion are like okay we got to get these sci-fi kids in because if the sci-fi kids they're going to be sharing this everywhere now i got this guy with really tall hair who says it's aliens okay so it's aliens mm -hmm. and i love this theory when this first came out the ancient aliens theory took the world by storm man george stringalabba guy the guy with the 
hair where all he says, it's aliens. That guy's amazing. And what a face to put in there. What a, what, what a sidebar, fun fact, uh, conspiracy theory that the that religious people of uh, uh, sanctions are behind this because you're still really believe you break it down. You're just breaking it down to someone from outer space, the Bible, right? That's some of the things that are being suggested. Some of the things with ancient alien theories on the Bible is that instead of it being it was a spaceship that came down and gave us earthlings the Ten Commandments. Now, that, and I'm not making judgment, but I make observations. You got a bush that's talking to you, or you got a, a spaceship that's like red. Uh, you know, nowadays that the government has said that that UFOs are uh, are real. This 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 swings us way back to uh, Roswell, and how many lies have been told since then? So could this be the whole ancient aliens theory? Um, again, that that kind of goes. If you look at just being scared or having faith, now that we get smarter with things and science, the aliens to me seems a little more believable. Now, would somebody? Um, who had just divine faith, you know, that that is not going to lead to my next one, which is the big one. Now, this is the new one that I think explains the Bible. I don't, that I found is another explanation for what is written in the Bible. Now, this is one that I find is being a little buried today because this one is probably most realistic. Um, the, re the most realistic reason for the Bible's writings? Possibly. Possibly. Mental health. We have... Look at America, man. Look at the United States. The biggest problem there is mental health. And then you uh, give that a gun and you've got world problems, not a problem within somebody's home. You have mental health problems and you have guns. So let's go back in time. Now, first of all, let me give you some statistics here, because uh, statistics here, as I say, like as I get older, I don't want to be that guy that's like, yes, no, like uh, one in five Americans right now. And this is from CDC.government. This is the government. This is medical. Uh, oh, oh, my cats are joining. This is medical. We said a swear word, Chris. You said a swear word. I, I've said a few, buddy. If that's the first you one said, you thought. You said, you said CDC. <gasps> Why? What is that? I'm allowed to talk about them. Well, they're Why the not? Most, We're not? We're not allowed to talk about them because the anti-vaxxers are blaming them for all of the things we've just gone through. It's their well, fault. How the, okay, how about the John Hopkins Medical uh, website? Uh, according to the other side, uh, gibberish. Okay, so are these the same people that are toting that guns are good and mental yes. health is bad? Oh, these not, I'm not lumping the whole thing. No, in, this could but be there's a, a, there's a certain, there's a certain group of people that have pulled reports from medical journals that might've been written in a basement by a guy with Doritos on his fingers who talked to four doctors that don't agree with things. Totally get it. 
I've talked to a hundred doctors. I'll take my hundred. Okay, no, well, well, here's the thing. I, I respect your opinion, but you shouldn't be the person opposing this with that view, right? I'm not you opposing should... you. I'm no, saying no, 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 these no. people will oppose your CDC well, and Hopkins. My point here, and dude, no, yeah. no, no. I, I, dude, I love you. My point here is let's let them give their opinion. Sure. I, was, I wasn't even aware of that. So if somebody would have come online with their opinion on that, then I would love to hear it. Honestly, like I'm, that's fine. If it's a right wing opinion, that's fine. I'm just, not uh, to hey, judge. just tune in to the last 19 months of the Dean Blundell show. No, no, I'm just <laughs> and saying. And you'll get enough people. Well, and, and again, dude, like, I, and then I, Dean's another dude. If we, when we hang out and we chat, we, I, I'm just have a different, I, you know, I've hit 50. I've had this yeah. summer to look at things and I'm just, I'm not judging. Um, we're going to have a guest on next week, buddy, who's got long COVID. Her career ruined because of COVID. So, me too. If anybody wants to really hear about mm-hmm. COVID, they should really next week, man. I'm just giving things on the Bible. If people want yes. to share, so maybe, maybe then the people that on the right wing that support the Bible may want to shoot this down. Um, again, are you the guys with the blind faith? I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but don't do do don't be the one that speaks up, Brent. That's don't don't you be the guy that speaks, speaks up. Speaks up them. for who? The right speaks wing, because I wouldn't who? even have known about that. Oh, I, I didn't know me. they were against. I didn't know that. No, I'm but not I didn't speaking, know they were I'm against. not speaking up. Yeah, no, no, my, my, I'm not speaking up for them. Point is, I'm saying that they that they. I, I'm saying they will. They, but my they, point they, is, I didn't know about that. So you kind of yeah. are. <laughs> for I had no idea they felt this way. Yeah, so, yeah. My turtle view. My tunnel, my ignorant view of just having a happy life. You're the guy that brought that to my attention. I had no idea. So I would have been better off not knowing because I believe in this info. So jo- there, yeah. there's a perfect I believe point, in the my info that- For a guy like me, I would off not knowing that the right wing disagrees with this because because they're people, dude. Now I'm kind of going You like, didn't maybe, know that, Chris? No, you didn't know I that every right... Own, I, I live in my own studio here i've made a decision not to read what donald trump does not to read what what like dude man is where's where's the fucking where are those guys that were were uh al-qaeda what were their names al-qaeda al-qaeda what isis isis where is isis dude it's controlled my not giving them my time of day and maybe i haven't discussed this with you because we haven't since but i i don't give them my time of day I, I had no idea that they were excites, buddy. So here again, so I don't care. So here's my research on why maybe the Bible is causal health. If you don't agree with this, I have mental health issues. I cannot in certain scenarios. When I was younger, I would say shit that wasn't true to impress other people. I would tell people I loved this band just to impress them. I would tell people I was 28 when I was 30. Just to impress them, that I'm talking about. So this is my research. One in five Americans above the age of 18 have mental health issues. Something is wrong with them. I don't care if it's a fact that it's a minor thing, saying that they can't deal with like soft toilet paper or pooping in a public spot. There's mental issues in everybody. Yes. Sometimes if you combine the issue with a gun or any kind of power, you're in for craziness, my friends. Craziness. How can you how can you explain? Um, okay, check this out. 
No one whose testicles are crushed, whose male organ is cut off, shall enter the assembly of heaven and the Lord. Why? Where do we draw to, the line to bang a here bunch of people? <laughs> between right-wing people? Where do we draw the line between rural who are offended by everything and left, and left who are offended left by everything well. and the people yeah. that believe what I just said? Come on, man. Like this is, I'm that guy who's in his the, basement making a living. The best thing comics. for you, Chris, is to stay off Twitter. Oh, my God. No, 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 no. I want to go in a good way. And I, sorry, sorry, sorry. In a good way. The point is that uh, I'm so I'm so far off. Middle and that's going on is that I'm the guy that everyone should be talking to. And I'm not being an asshole here. I'm just saying that I I had no idea what the right was thinking. I have no idea what the left is thinking. I'm just a dude. I'm just a Gen X dude. Well, you could probably comic. guess. My, uh, you could probably guess. Yeah, you could probably guess what they're thinking. Well, but that again, dude, I'm in such a vibration that that's fine. That's fine. Let me hear your opinion and let me give you my opinion. And I won't contradict you. I won't get angry at you. And if you start to face yeah, what's off against me. What's like, happening now is I, that I, those I, conversations are, that what's happening now is that those conversations uh, inevitably spin out of control. And, and, and I'm just witnessing it because just from watching Dean's show, he's given four significant righties. And I'm 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 in the middle too. I'm in the middle. I'm just, but he's given four significant righties that were like, "Fuck the masks, fuck the fucking vaccine, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it." Too far. And, and well, they're, fuck, they're beyond help. He gave them no, I know. a platform, mm -hmm. spoke to them because what people don't realize, and this isn't a, a pro Dean go Dean show. What I'm saying is, Dean was almost a doctor, and people don't realize. No, that. they do. He We've was, mentioned that. My, and here's so my thing, point. Here's my point. Sorry, he, 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 he did exactly what that. you just did, no, Chris. He did exactly what you did. Facts. And I'm not disagreeing with him for, for, for views. He's grabbing the far right. Get those people on the cusp and bring them over to, like, He's in my opinion, it. it's being done wrong. And now this is just me. You're, 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 you know, now the far right does need to be exposed. But if you bring them on your show and you give them a voice, there's no way they're coming on there with, my angle. I'm going to listen to you. No, no, no. Get somebody that's a little in the middle. Get a human being. Get oh, somebody who's actually. There's been a know. few of those. But to your, there's been a few of those, Chris. He's had them. That's what, what I'm saying is that that point is to your point, all the way right or all the way left. Getting those people to the middle is extremely difficult. What, no, because I've talked to a lot that are kind of no. They're, but they're in lot. the middle. Then you, you can either the go for you can either go for the shock value or you can go for the people that are kind of like oh. Okay, well, shit, because I've met people like that, dude, and I've met people that are the other way, and I don't talk to them at all. You, there's no sense. I would definitely expose them and because I love when they make them look stupid. But to seriously give them a platform is giving them way too much respect than they deserve, okay? Dean, that, that's just, you know, Dean, that's, it, I, I would love to parlay that. And he has to, you. to. You know why he has to? Is because he has to give them a platform because when he comes at the, that side with what you just did, when he comes at, when he says on his show, fact, straight yep. facts, they don't listen. I get it. They go hard and then they challenge him and he's like, challenge accepted. Come on my show. Let's talk. Well, see, and see, every now and that. again, he'll get a guy that's in the middle. That's like, 
yeah, you know what? We we disagree, but we agree on a couple of things. And that's but so I, there's, those are the ones that you you hook into and you and you put the effort into the soul into, and then you get the right wings in there and you make fun of them and you have fun with that. Well, and I, I know Dean that. does that. I'm not right. hacking on what anybody does. I'm saying that there's certain forums that show these these things. Like when I go, when I happen to go online, Trump, 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 Trump. And I, I, I'll have, I'll just read one part and be like, that, that, why do I care whether he would punch somebody in the head? We know he would punch somebody in the head. You're just scaring people. Okay. So breaking this down, Brent, which do you think is the Bible? Do you think it's, it's faith? Do you think it's aliens? Do you think it's all mental health people that wrote it? Or do you think it's still just a crock of fucking shit? Well, on the ancient aliens side of things, we touched on this because you were the one that introduced me to ancient aliens years ago. And it's actually something that I've, I'm the the closest, I've I've adopted closest because it's the one that makes the most sense. Not necessarily that I'm a a person of faith or anything like that. Um, But what I, uh, I think it's more complicated than those three. I think what starts, I was going to say, these are the top three, uh, you know, Considerated uh, conspiracy theories. Well, anyone just has to watch Indiana, the whole Indiana Jones series, because they've really danced around that subject pretty well. But yeah. I, it, starting with the Raiders of the Lost Ark, I mean, that was like a whole thing. Uh, they touched on it, and people didn't really, if you go back and watch that movie and any of those things, like bring Indy it back makes around. No difference to the story, though. That's the sad part about it. It's just a whole, it's it's all about, about that. Okay. It is. The, it's not about Indy, it's about what you're talking The fear aspect of it i think came later i think that there was like uh this is gonna it might sound ignorant of me because i'm because i just don't care or study on it what i'm saying is it's like i feel like there was a guy named jesus and i feel like he was a good guy he was the guy that research it that cooked for you did the whole thing blah 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 that's where it ends for me and someone that i like what that guy's doing right i think we should all do that and we should write stories about Viracocha is like that. About what? About the good that this person. I got to jump in this person for one second. You love Jesus, right? Jesus. There's no way that I love Jesus. Dude was white. There's no. There's no way. (laughs) Well, he wasn't by trade. He was. He was actually from. No, but everybody, the the Christians Mm -hmm, think mm -hmm, mm -hmm. he was. He was white. Uh, tell me, tell me that you've um, one more. That you tell me that you've one more. One, tell me that you've watched the the Ricky Gervais thing on Colbert online. I know I've been doing Bill Burr. I've been all over Bill Burr, which is why I'm swearing so much. Well, Maybe I apologize, Mom. Sorry, Mom. No, no, it's great. Make sure you watch it too, because his okay. point is Colbert is a hard. I'll just make this point: hardcore Christian that worships one God, and Gervais is I'm an atheist that just wor- worships one less than you. Because there's a billion gods and yeah. they don't, no one recognizes, like not everyone recognizes every god. So Colbert likes this god. And Ricky's like, I I just like one less than you do. You don't like 3,000 other gods. You only like yours. And I'm just yeah. saying, I don't like any of them. And I'm like, there it is. <laughs> there it is right there. Wow. It's right there. Do you, Go. you know who sold out the pharaohs? Who you sold know- out the pharaohs? Now that's... Do you know That's who told? Gonna, no. Do you know? Do you know who leaves? Where the pharaohs jewel? Well, I don't know anything about. I don't know anything about the Bible, were? so no, I, I, I wouldn't. It doesn't have anything to do with the Bible. Bible, that sure. this is hidden shit. The the, the priests I just did. Don't care. The priests were the only people that knew where those prayed. They told the friggin' thieves. 
to get it and they, they religion. One last thing, Brent. Marvel supervillain Bible. Ready? Okay. Let's go. No one dares ignore my call. For I has always been since the universe was birthed from of the last. Sounds like a Thanos. Galactus, close, close, close. Yeah. Close. Yeah. Okay, um, okay, I'm just going to throw in this. One more. We know we are children of God and that the whole world is under of the evil one. Hmm. <laughs> Bible or Marvel? It's got to be Marvel. Bible! <laughs> poker, poker face! That is... Oh, I didn't write down the scripture. I'm sorry, Galactus. No, wait. From Larry, verse one, scene nine. What is it? I have 41. So, uh, yeah, there you go. Got ya. Got me good. So I got one for one. One for two. It's fine. That's Kids on the Escalator podcast. Here's the Bible. Why, do people, why is the Bible believable? There's so much more I want to get into on that. Actually, with the way religion... Um, is is what killed the or the Egyptian sorry the Egyptian pharaohs? Religion well, killed the you, pharaohs, and oh. we're going to have a segment on this show, the Cult of Machete. We we're going to launch a show for Chris uh, out of this last year, but you know the world got in the way. Uh, I blame the Bible, but we're going to uh, we're going to bring it into this show and have a little segment every week where Chris is going to bring up a new as I mentioned uh, conspiracy theory. I'm a delight, but you know I, I, I love a good conspiracy. I've been watching too much Bill Burr lately too. I love Bill. I love Bill a lot. Oh. I, saw, I, I love everything that he does. Everything that he's done is is great. And uh, despite people's little wokeness that uh, that doesn't like some of the jokes he makes, I don't care. It's comedy. He's Every, on the money nothing, with everything, dude. To me, to me, there's nothing really off limits in comedy. I, I don't care what anyone says. There's nothing. I, there's nothing really. I love his I just went, when you're driving. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I just saw is Sebastian Maniscalco, Scalco the other night in Vegas. He's great too. Yeah. <laughs> He's got yep. this deal about you're driving down the four. sits in the left-hand lane. So people just having so many, stop having so many kids, man. It wouldn't be that guy there. It wouldn't be that guy there. That guy there. Let's whittle it down to 3,500. How's that? Or 35,000. That's amazing. Amazing. All right. We amazing probably, guy. We should probably get on yet again. We got to jump. Yeah. We got to jump. Uh, but uh, that is the Kids on the Instagram podcast. And the podcast. funny thing about Jen is, I've, you know, because she's a friend, I've never learned how to pronounce her. Fiorentino? Florentino? Okay, well, we'll find out next week when she's going on. She's a fellow long hauler like myself. Uh, I just got re-upped on my my inhaler in Houston, Texas by a Republican doctor, no less. How about that? Anyways, uh, but we uh, we had a good chat, him and I, and... um, And he's only Republican for the money, not the other side. Well, we didn't didn't even touch on how much it costs uh, the the people for a day of the body of the queen go by them. Oh, that's what that's a whole other thing. Oh, that's what that's I'm saying, right? Like thing. it's it's just like, like people are hating on Harry, from? Harry and Megan. I'm like, go Megan, you take them down, Megan, take them all down. Megan, Marty, and girl, <laughs> I'm all the way in from. on her, man. I think she's hey, great. Man? I love Harry's line. Harry, Harry's lines are like the pre. Yeah, Harry's lines are like my. I'm down with Meg Power. Megan Markle segment. That's hilarious. Just like all the rad things she's just of how rad she is. She's yeah, from Ottawa, she's great. right? 
She's the she's uh, I I don't know. She's from somewhere, but she's from Ottawa. But she's uh, she's my queen. I'll tell you that because when when you learn about all the things, like they just release what well what Charles like. Someone comes and puts his socks on for him, and I'll like give me a fucking fucking put your own socks on, on. man. But anyways, funeral cost everybody so much money, and I was ranting and raving about that before about. Religious groups. Yeah, the, Jesus the, the went around and help people. He didn't ask for money. The cost, just on the EU alone, is crazy because a bunch of a bunch of now that she's passed, a bunch of countries want out. So that's going to cost them all this money, all the money that's like our money that they have to reprint and put Doing Charles' bad. ugly mug on there. Screw it all. Kids on the escalator podcast. That's kids on an escalator podcast for another week season launch. Thank you everybody for coming on board. We got the lease starting soon. We'll get into that next week. We didn't touch on it this week, but uh, we'll get on it next week. Uh, just wants to talk more of she, she Hulk. Maybe we'll get into Andor next week. Uh, yeah, I gotta watch now. that. There's, Definitely. A, we'll de- tell you there's what. a swear word in it. There's a swear word in it. So how about okay. that? Uh, well, we we we'll didn't get, touch on this. We got Luke. Uh, we got we got Hugh and uh, Ryan Reynolds. Looks like we're gonna get a Deadpool three with with uh, Wolverine. Uh, and they are, and in the, they already explained how Wolverine survived, and and that it takes place before that. Great stuff. All of it coming up. Uh, I don't know what day it'll be. Maybe next Monday. I thought it was but, Monday. Uh, yeah. I think we're going. I think we're going to be Monday. So it could be Monday. Tune in. I think it's going to be this time, nine o'clock, because uh, you know that's when the nerds and the people like us all unite. We go out. We're night owls. So it's Chris Machete over there. Good night, mom and dad. Dangerous Dorothy. Gracious Gary. Read the Bible Remember, tonight before you go to bed. If you see me anywhere? I'm a fucking delight. Hang on. Read the Bible before you go to bed. Dorothy, we're bringing you on next week, and we're going to get a scripture from you. It's going to be called Scriptures with Dorothy. Uh, thanks to our friends at the Dean Blundell Network. Thank you very much for having us on uh, your fancy network. It's great. And uh, Dean, dude, you got to go visit the uh, cannabis shop there, buddy. Go visit that place. Go see Chris Machete online at all the places. Machete Comics oh, on the yeah, Etsy store. The- I got hired by Scholastic to teach the Dave uh, PLT Comic Club underpants, the dog guy. So Scholastic, man. Oh, we all love Scholastic. Uh, Any questions? Yeah. I'm the guy. My little guy wrote a letter to that guy. Dude, he's so popular. It's huge. It's huge. I'll talk more about it next time. Lots on the way. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Good times. Rad dude. All right. I'm Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's Take This Outside, a new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's Take This Outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca.